0: The wait is finally over. We are here to discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League.
1: Thank you so much
0: for joining us on a Comics Pals review special. Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped just a couple of days ago, and we are going to have the honor of reviewing it for you guys. At least I will have the honor. I don't know about these chuckleheads. If you want to know their experience watching the justice league movie uh we've got a watch along that we did that's up now on youtube you can go check that out Uh, i opted out because i did not want to be burdened by their bad takes hot (laughs) takes about the justice league film that i was genuinely looking forward to and you know what you Mm -hmm? did the right thing thank you if i there's one thing i could
2: say about you is that you know yourself and you are 100 (laughs) percent correct
0: (laughs) I try my best not to hurt myself, and I knew that I was, I'd was i be hurting myself by joining you guys for that. But I'm happy to be joining you here today, and I'm happy that you guys at home are listening to us today. Thank you for joining us. If you want more content from us, we are the Comics Pals, of course. If you like comic book characters, we talk about them every single week whether it's movies, TV shows, or the comics themselves. We've got a lot of ways that we are discussing these characters. And if you want to be a part of that, then you can listen to us wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. Make sure that you guys are leaving us a follow while you're there. You can write to us at comicspals at gmail.com. Get us on social media at thecomicspals. Uh, and if you want to join our Discord server, you can do that by clicking the link in the description, which of course is the way that people were made aware of our watch along for Zack Snyder's Justice League. So if you want to be a part of our watch alongs, you can come and join our Discord to get that info. Last but not least, if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you very much. Make sure you click that subscribe button, like the video, share it with your friends. All that jazz is free to do and helps us out a lot more than it costs you. So if you are listening to this, I assume you know the story behind how this movie came to be. The hashtag released the Snyder cut and all of the many roads that it took to get to the point where we're discussing this movie, to where it's actually real. Now, of course, the big question on everyone's mind is, does it redeem Zack Snyder, and does it annihilate the idea that Joss Whedon was the savior of what would have otherwise been a garbage fire, which the OG Justice League movie was anyway? Before we answer those pressing questions, we are going to play the same game we always play on these movie reviews. We're going to guess the tomato meter score and the audience score.
3: This is going to be really hard.
0: <laughs> I think you're right. So who wants to step up and go first?
4: Sure. So in the same way that Star Wars The Last Jedi was review bombed, I feel like opposite happened here i feel like the uh audience score for this movie on rotten tomatoes has got to be like a 95 i'll say like 97 percent critically it's got to be a lot lower than that because how else i mean it it has to be so i'm going to say this is like a 65 nope i made a huge mistake 69 percent nice
2: (laughs) nice so yeah 97 audience 69 uh critical very good I think go ahead. I think I'll also say 97 audience. I feel like the audience is, for this is going to come in Oh, you got to give me a crazy thing. You got to say 98 or
4: 96, Kale. 97 and a half. How about oh that? Oh my god. You can do that. Yeah, you can't pick the same number. Uh,
2: 97, <laughs> 97.01. There you go. <laughs> uh, and 1 and penny. Then, <laughs> that's right. And then critic score, I'm going to say 70
3: Eight. I want to go next. I'm gonna plant mine down. Uh, audience 85, critics 75.
5: Okay. Damn. All right. Um. Pete, I'm so use that number. Uh. Nope, not anymore 70, That's why I wanted to jump in. <laughs> Seventy-four critics, and I'm gonna say ninety-one
0: audience. All right. Well, I've got the scores in front of me, and
1: Come for on, the please. tomato
0: meter, we've got a 74. Oh, seven. who said
4: 75? I said 74. I was so I fucking mean, yeah, Marco,
3: close. Marco I'm gotten. so angry that on you didn't say 76. You, oh, I went over anyway, so it wouldn't have
5: mattered. <laughs> yeah, I would have gone over. Had I picked that. Thank you, Pete.
0: And the audience score was a 96. Oh, it was one off. Oh, oh. off so you you should have
4: chose 96.
0: Wait, so I won. <laughs> so Marco wins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, blew he blew out his
4: mic. <laughs> That's ah. the only time that will ever happen to Marco.
3: <laughs> That's
0: funny. Well done, Marco. I'll be presenting your no prize shortly.
3: I feel yes. like Marco and I always
2: win this. It's almost always one we're of close, us who comes I closest. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I even saw the score like two days ago and I went, yeah, I got this.
0: <laughs> That's good. Well, let's, let's dive into this movie. It took four hours and many years for this movie to be made. It's going to take us about four hours to talk about it because there's so much to discuss with this thing. Um, huge cast of characters. Lots of differences between mm-hmm. both films, but essentially the same story, uh, the same beginning, middle, and end. But there's a lot of differences in between. This is the spoiler free portion of our conversation. So if you haven't seen it yet and you just want some preliminary thoughts, we'll be serving those. And then we'll get into the spoiler heavy section where we're going to talk about everything. So broad strokes. How did you guys feel about Zack Snyder's Justice League?
2: I didn't watch it. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Uh,
5: He was just in Um, the chat. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come out the gate because I feel like I'm going to establish a very like like a middle ground between the takes where I feel like I have the lukewarmest take about this movie where I thought it was fine. I think that like mm. the the narrative um, from the the very, very pro side of people <laughs> being like, this is an absolute vindication like this is, you know, that whole kind of juice behind it. I think that's way overblown. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. the movie has a lot of problems. It, it It's more coherent than the original. Yes, that's saying almost nothing. Um, <laughs> it serves a lot of its characters better. I think that's totally fair. Uh, but, I mean, it's a four-hour movie that I think is okay. That's a lot. That's a huge mm-hmm. investment to ask. Um, and I think that that's the thing about it that is the toughest for me to swallow is that it didn't need to be four hours, you know? Um, there's a lot of fat that you could trim. And I don't mean, like, the story stuff um, or even some of the exposition stuff. It's, like, some of the more hallmarks of, of Snyder's directing um, and him kind of being allowed to go 150% totally un- unhinged. Um, it's just, you know, as for me as somebody who just really is not a fan of his work was always going to be problematic. Um, but that being said, I think it might be the best, movie he's made for my money I
5: am I feel like I'm very much in line with Pete I would say that of the four hours to Snyder's credit it didn't feel like four hours and I don't know if that was a combination of you know the the way he's able to drive us through the different moments um, or if we were just you know shooting the shit with the chat but right um, yeah we made an experience of it it, it, it was it was a good experience i thought i didn't i didn't have any issues like Mm -hmm. i feel like i did with the uh, original cut and um i think of of what we we got to see in all this there's definitely room to make more had an editor been here right had somebody been here to like make sure that everything went as smoothly as possible I think that this would have been a great film, but for my money, this was good.
2: Yeah, I I uh, very similarly feel, feel um, again, the same as Pete and Marco. I think it's good, it's fine. Um, it shouldn't have been four hours. That's crazy. Um, and I, I think the thing I keep coming back to is – politics of the Snyder cut aside, like if I put my head in and you know a WB exec's thinking, like I can't figure out why they let him do this. <laughs> Especially after seeing it. Like I get the money part. And if that's it, like surely there are different ways. But like to for me, like I the thing I keep coming back to is I like, I don't get it.
0: So this was not a wb decision as much as it was the executives who run hbo max making that decision yeah fine very it was a very uh you know charged conversation that took place over a long period of time they knew they needed a a hammer to sell hbo max again this is like I believe this decision was made pre-pandemic. So they didn't know mm-hmm. that Wonder Woman would be an HBO yeah. Max thing. They needed that big property, and this was that big property.
3: Yeah, and like this was before I- they decided they were going to release all of their movies on HBO Max for a year, right? Like
0: Right, right, right. My point being,
2: like, I think like there I think there are a lot of different things they could have done that would have probably gotten them further. And and you know, if it's just the money, if they if that's just what it is, I you know, I could also live with that. But, yeah, for, for me in my head, like, I just, I don't get it.
5: Um, something just to add before Fogos. Um, I think from a effects perspective, that was also something that maybe I, I similar to um, Wonder Woman, I didn't feel like the extra time and the extra budget really helped with. Uh, we'll, we can probably dig more, we'll dig deeper into that, but um, I think that was a little underserved.
0: The effects, some of them were unfinished, Uh, And that just has to do with the nature of the fact that, you know, they didn't have the ability to reshoot very much and, you know, things like that. And they didn't have the staff that they would have had, had this been a a big budget film that was coming out um, on, you know, in theaters. So that's, yeah.
4: This movie definitely lacked Henry Cavill's mustache CGI. She CGI'd out or otherwise. (laughs) Um it wasn't very good in my mind now was it was it better than say Wonder Woman 1984 or or the uh, Frankenstein version of this movie that came out 4 <laughs> years ago Sh- sure but that doesn't change the fact that i don't think it was particularly very good it, it's so bloated I, I can't state that enough like we dwell on things for so long to the point where i just lose interest because it's presented in a way that this is it Wants to be like uh, like a miniseries or something. Not, not, not that it was filmed with that intent, but like the fact that it's four hours long lets it ruminate on things that you would normally have more space to do in a TV show or a miniseries. It's not something that really lends itself out to like a motion picture, um, and it just it doesn't look good, uh, and it's repetitive in a lot of aspects. I, I really think this is. Bad movie. That said, I am happy for Zack Snyder to be able to do something like this. I I do, I do err on the side of the filmmaker or the artist in being able to do their thing. And what happened with Justice League four years ago is unfortunate. And you know, at the very least, he should have been able to make part one of what he intended. You know, they they backed their horse to him and they pulled it out. Um. And they look bad for it now because, frankly, a lot of people really like this, clearly. And it's been a big success for HBO Max. It's
3: but, probably worth pointing out, too, that a lot of the people that like it are not like necessarily like the release, the Snyder Cut yeah. people, right? Like, a lot yeah. of just reviewers, whatever, have been have praised it.
4: It has a 74 and Ron Tomatoes. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Um, but for my money, I,
0: th- I think this was not good. So, I am the only person on this show who genuinely enjoys Zack Snyder's vision for uh the DC universe. I've got problems with it. I don't think it's perfect. Uh and I was ready for it to be over with post whatever his Justice League thing was going to be. Many you know years ago mm-hmm. when uh I was ready for it to be over. And I didn't expect to be here now 4 years down the road of that, talking about his Justice League movie, you know, again. Uh, But here we are, and I loved it. I don't think that it is a great movie. I don't think that it's some type of revelation or anything like that. But I cannot tell you how many times I cheered, I I got up, I, I threw my hands up in the air. It was so fun. And it felt epic. It felt larger than life. And you don't get to see these characters shown that way. And if Zack Snyder understands anything at all about these superheroes, it's that. It's that they are larger than life. And the the sequences with the Amazons felt huge. Just so incredibly exciting to watch. And this was a movie that had life and soul. And the OG Justice League didn't. Uh, it, it, it made me connect with characters who I couldn't find a way in with in the first movie. Cyborg was a revelation in this movie. Mm-hmm. They did such a good job with Cyborg. He and, felt like the main I, character. He really did. And I'm so happy for Ray Fisher. After everything that he went through, for the only time we got to see him as Cyborg to be a stinker that he was barely involved with, sucked. So mm-hmm. the fact that this came out and redeemed him, I think, is brilliant and beautiful. uh um, it's
3: fucking damning, too, of all the stuff that... Oh, that whole story, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, holy shit. They cut yeah. his whole arc out of the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they really did. Uh, the Amazons, I felt, were done so well. I really enjoyed them. And I, I think that this was one of the better portrayals that they have had in the films, uh, just really getting time to, to sit with them and see them and see them in action and that they don't suck. The movie isn't, oh, they just get whipped by Steppenwolf. That's not yeah. their That's not their story, but that's the story in the OG movie. Mm-hmm. And so everything that, that needed more time, got more time. Some things that didn't need more time also got more time. But um, if you cut out the last 20 minutes of this film, which I thought was god-awful. And really, I don't understand (laughs) how that was included.
3: Dude, that shit was, like, offensive.
0: (laughs) Such (laughs) a waste of
3: your time.
0: (laughs) Uh, If you cut that out, I had an absolute joy watching this. (laughs) Huge big ups to all the actors who did a great job in this thing, I think. And it's crazy to me that they had this movie, these pieces, in their vault, and they said, let's dump that and let's do whatever the hell, Josh. Let's let's have the Flash fall on Wonder Woman because that yeah. that joke is not played out five hundred times already. You know, let's let's add a random Russian family to the mix. Like, screw all that. I want to see Darkseid. Oh, yeah. I want to see these characters. You know, I can't believe um, you remember that movie that well. B- well of course. Uh, and the last thing I want to say before we move forward is Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf was atrocious in the first movie. One of the worst villains ever, and in this movie, I messed with him. I really liked Steppenwolf. They gave him a, a backstory. They explained why he was so obsessed with this. They show he's a, he has a character. Mm. Just, yeah,
3: I liked his. I I will say I liked his little puppy dog face. Yeah. Like every time yeah. that like he yeah, it was like. I want you to go home, please.
4: Yeah, <laughs> please is he not the outside? hero in this movie? He's like trying to go home, and Superman's like, Actually, I'm going to punch your face We're off. Fucking <laughs> like Superman pins him down like a schoolyard
3: bully and just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> hey,
2: I but, think, I, th- I think the wild thing is that like I agree with just about everything you've said to uh, Sean. And that's like the contradiction of of this film is like, I, you know, I agree with everything you said, but it
0: just didn't work. It didn't work for me. Yeah, that's fine. That That's fine because I think that there are some people who this never would have worked for because they were mm. unwilling to give it a chance. There are other people who this never would have worked for because it wasn't um, by a director whose style that aligns with them. And I think that's perfectly reasonable. Zack Snyder is not for you. It is what it is. Um, but I think the fact that you... From what I can tell, went into it with the ability to enjoy it. If it spoke to you, that's enough. You know, and if it didn't, then it didn't. Yeah. I, I, the, the, the thing I'll say as someone who
2: didn't like it is if he got permission to do Justice League Two or whatever, I would feel a lot better about going to see it.
3: Hmm. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And that's what's so you know messed up about this whole thing is that when the movie ends, uh, not the not the weird stuff at the end, but like the the natural <laughs> the, the like the real actual ending, ending <laughs> I was Wait, so, sad. Which of the three endings are
3: you talking about, Sean?
0: <laughs> the three. Um, oh,
2: somebody didn't watch it that close, then, did he? Dude, if you if you, if if the if the teaser
4: for Justice League two was that last twenty minutes, Kale. Nah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you know what? I'll give you that. (laughs) Well, we've seen he actually put out uh, what his plans were for the second Justice League and third Justice League movie. And some of them are so weird that I don't even feel like speaking about them but there were some things in it that did feel good and that I wish we were going to get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate that that's unlikely to happen. Although, you know, who knows, but let's, let's shift gears. Let's move into the spoiler section. If you don't want any spoilers whatsoever, um, this would be the point to pause, see the movie, come back 5,000 hours later and uh, <laughs> listen to us. Talk about it. We'll be here. Cause we'll be dead. For um <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, definitely stick around for the ride as we discuss you know, this whole thing. Now, I personally don't know how to approach a conversation about a four-hour movie without having it be four hours, so we're not going to go beat by beat. We can't do that here. Thank you. We're going we're gonna to definitely go broad strokes, and one of the things that I want to talk about as we start this conversation is how much space it gives, this movie does, uh, to scenes and characters that felt undercooked and underserved Mm. in the original uh, (laughs) Justice League movie. And so in the original movie, we see a scene with Steppenwolf coming to Earth and fighting with the heroes of of Earth. And, uh, you know, there's a Green Lantern in it and things like that. Um, And that was one of the earlier scenes in the OG movie, if I recall correctly. And it was fine in the in the original movie, but it felt like it could have been so much. And that is a microcosm of how I feel about that versus this. Because that same scene in this movie to me was so awesome. Because uh, it's but... it's not even Steppenwolf. It's dark side in this movie. Right. Yeah.
3: So I it's funny <clears throat> I made this comment during the watch along uh whenever there was like a good action beat like that. Uh, it, it takes me back to, like, my ultimate feelings about Zack Snyder, right, where I think he's a terrible storyteller, but I think he's a good cinematographer, and I think he's good at establishing, like, scope, and, like, that moment feels cool, and, like, the moments where there's not dialogue or there's, like, very little dialogue and it's just cool people doing cool shit, it's like, yeah, that's pretty neat, right? Like, it, that, that whole fight felt grandiose. You know, it felt epic. And I remember um, during the watch along, I don't remember who it was, but some of the guys had made the point of like, oh, I don't like that this like makes Darkseid look like a clown or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't think so because this is showing that literally it took the entirety of all of Earth's peoples, forces, heroes, gods, a Green Lantern, all these motherfuckers to do this. And it was like when we get to our version of that, and there's this same kind of like the world is gonna fucking end scope. It's five. It's six people. You know? Okay. Exactly. That I thought. I thought that worked. Like those. Those things um, aren't bad. Um, but those are the things that I think like speak to the kinds of like you think about like what was Zack Snyder's first big movie, right? It was like 300, and 300 is a super light story. That's very focused on, like, beats and moments and feeling epic and, like, yeah. Like, those are the things about it that that I think I get why it would strike a chord, you know? Because, like, it it did feel like a cool
5: comic book moment, you know? And, like, that's what you want. To, To your point on just spaces, Sean... I think in in that like giving it that moment that space makes it feel that big. It makes it feel like we're seeing this drawn out battle with stakes. and mm. the the thing the thing that he does to give like a lot of things space is just something that I feel was consistent, but didn't always wasn't always effective. Giving Cyborg space. Um, Of course, like, obviously, that that made the entire movie, basically. Mm -hmm. But giving Aquaman the space to dip into the water while we're getting these, you know, Icelandic harmonies in the background. Like, Like, what the fuck was that? Very self-indulgent. Some of it was a little bit, and I think those were some of the moments where that space didn't always work. The intro of them just sort of yelling and kind of, you know, going through... The five-minute intro of... Yeah, yeah, it was like, like, it was like six it was like, like six, seven minutes of you mean just the beginning the yell. of the movie? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the yell just going around the world kind of thing. Um I think there are spaces that would have been better served had it been condensed for uh, for pacing and to get to those moments where it works that much more better because we have that space in there. That,
4: that's a movie thing, like You go to the original X-Men. Rogue is kind of treated as like the POV character. When you have a group of fantastic people in a fantastic setting, it's good to have a character that the audience can relate to. That's Cyborg in this case. Letting him develop as your main character in the movie works. The problem is that like we spend a lot of time ruminating on just about every character. Yeah. And and like getting more
3: time with the flash was an active detriment to the film, I think. A lot of people didn't <laughs> love Ezra Ezra Miller's uh, portrayal of Flash. Um, getting like twenty mm. minutes—it felt like it might have been shorter—of of face time with him was not good. Um, and I think I, I agree with you about the Aquaman stuff too. Of just like, did we need him to go and talk to Willem Dafoe about his? You know, like, like I get it. It's context for characters that are supposed to be introduced in this film, and and that's fair. But like, it doesn't add a lot to the actual movie. It
4: kind of just gives you background on characters, you know. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. Everyone gets the deal with these characters. You don't need to really ruminate on them. Like, let them do badass shit when they need to do badass shit. That's fine. Cyborg. People are less familiar with him. Great character to like kind of introduce us to all this. That's 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 the move. He's also the I disagree. one. Disagree.
0: For- I think that. I think that the the first movie is what you just said, and it's a lot worse because of that. Um, this movie, and like for example, the opening scene that you just talked about, is what it's doing is it's establishing the fact that Superman's death meant more than just up. Oh, Superman's dead, which is the very much what I got out of the first movie that. It mattered to Batman because of his own guilt, his personal feelings, but it didn't matter to the world. And that opening sequence is trying to tell you that Um, getting more time with Superman post him awakening was important because when he comes back in the OG Justice League movie, it's kind of like, well, what the hell happened? Yeah. Whereas in this one, we see him speak to his father's. And the fact that he has two fathers is something that we're aware of, but getting them speaking to him as kind of the thing that's like bringing him back to the world and what his mission statement is and why he's here. I thought that that was very important. Getting more time with Batman and understanding that Bruce Wayne feels very guilty about the fact that his actions are what ultimately led to Superman dying. That if they hadn't been, if he hadn't been so bullish, then Superman would still be alive be- and he recognizes the weight of that because of how important Superman is, and that's why he's on this quest. The original movie does not do that. And the the one of my favorite sequences of the whole movie that had me losing my shit was when Wonder Woman was beating the piss out of all those terrorists, and she annihilates them, and she's flying around, and I've never seen her look that amazing on, t- on screen ever in my life, but then... After she does that, and I know a lot of people have memed this, but it worked for me. When she tells that little girl, you can be anything you want to be. That for me was a great um, character moment for her because yes, she is a warrior, but she's also a humanitarian. She's also an uplifter and you can be both.
5: But, but I guess that's what I mean by we need, we want to get to those moments because those are the moments that work. And I'm saying The amount of space that we got meant that there was much more
0: room for fat. Yeah. I was, I think you cherry picked
3: a great example. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Just one second. I just was saying that in relation to what Phil was saying, where he said we don't need extra time with the big six because we get the point with them. And I was just, I was just referring to that.
3: Okay. And I, I think you're right, Sean, because I think the scenes that you picked out are great examples. Like, those are examples <laughs> of, of stuff that added context or that, that, um, that makes the characters feel more realized that works. But to me, like, the conversation of uh, between, I, I don't remember, Willem Dafoe's character. Volko. Volko. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, and I love Willem Dafoe. Uh, him talking with Aquaman, like, that really didn't add much for me. You know, like that didn't make him feel more realized or more or me more into him or anything like that. You know, and, and I feel like for and similarly, like with the flash at the job interview and he saves the girl and like these are Iris. just like, yeah, Iris, thank you. Um, they're just that just felt like stuff
5: to add. For I will say for Volco, uh, this was before I think the Aquaman movie. Thank you, Marco. So that's yeah, like like it, the context for a lot of that was how do how does this relate to down the line? So for the Volco scene, that worked for me because I, I liked I like the Aquaman movie, and I that felt like okay, this is sort of like a natural progression into how that sort of spins out. I, I would I would have assumed the Flash scene, which I don't think was executed as well, would have done something similar for a Flash film down the line or something. Yeah, but com- compare both of those. Inclusions of those characters to Civil War
3: and Black Panther and Spider Man and how they're introduced, and like it's so much cleaner and it's better.
0: And it's shorter, I'm not, yeah, nope. I, I'm certainly not gonna sit here and defend every uh, every scene because I do. There were absolutely moments in this movie where I was like, oh my god, what is this? Um, and I'm not like a Zack Snyder Stan, right? Um, but. <laughs> There were things that were done here that I just thought were really smart. And I think if we were talking about this in 2017, and then, you know, the year later, you get to go watch Aquaman and you see how the the inclusion of Volko and Mera pays dividends because of what happens in that movie. I think maybe you feel different. If a Flash movie had come out by now, even though I think the Flash sequence, um, those moments, right, where it's like, and we we we've memed it, right? Like the 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 slow down and the music, the bad music and stuff. Like we literally I turned actively... it into a drinking game
3: where every time there was a slowdown
0: with music, we drank. So sure, you guys are dead now. It happened like 10 uh, fucking times. There those moments I felt were actively bad, and that's something that Zack Snyder can't help himself but to do. But what I love about them, even if they're bad, is that in those moments he's trying to give us something for this character he is trying to give us something about the flash the flash is clearly all over the place in his mind as a as a person he doesn't have his stuff together um he's trying he's very focused on the fact that he needs to save his his dad from prison but he's also a hero and he takes the time, even though it's nothing for him, he takes the time to save this woman and then sparks fly. And we get to see that pay dividends in the flash movie. So I feel like he was working there, even if it didn't ultimately work for us.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, And, and I want to talk about the, 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 the Amazon scene a little more because that was another moment that had me going nuts because I personally feel like the Amazons have not been served well across All of these movies to this point, the Wonder Woman movies are not they don't take place in Themyscira too, too much. Um, The first one more than the second. But, you know, the movies are focused on Wonder Woman. So Mm -hmm. it's fine. This movie felt like it's a Justice League movie, but it felt like it was encompassing everything in the DC universe to this point. And I thought that that because of that, he was allowed to spend time with the Amazons and show us a crazy sequence that in the OG movie was like, eh, whatever. But Mm -hmm. Steppenwolf came across as a badass, but so did the Amazons in that sequence where they're trying to keep him from that mother box.
5: uh, So I found a tweet and it says, Snyder giving the world what it didn't know it needed the beefiest, hunkiest, most strong Amazonian hammer swinger ever. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Like those moments are great The the, That was the action sequences that again, the really strong moments that he can capture and he can make work, you know, visually that helped accentuate uh, to your point again, uh, Steppenwolf, the Amazons and the the way that the world can then get like kind of fleshed out.
4: Marco, you really curated your social media feed to really just, being like there's a
5: there's a specific niche here huh i i didn't include the emoji that was uh in there but it's the uh thirst emoji so oh good there you go uh i uh
3: yeah i think something that i i appreciated too which i kind of didn't think i would because it feels like maybe like a very easily like you're veering into like edge lordy shit um was that it was a little gorier it didn't Mm. feel like gratuitously (laughs) violent but it was, like, in that Steppenwolf fight, like, a couple of the Amazons get killed, and, like, you see blood, right? Like, you see them get crushed, you know? Or, like, uh, when Darkseid shows up, and he just, like, chops a bunch of the Atlanteans in half. And, like, that adds a, a level of, um, I don't know, it, it makes moments like when Wonder Woman's defending the kids from the terrorists, right? Because somebody gets shot, and they die. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, this... right these kids are, like, legitimately in danger, right? Like, and you wouldn't necessarily see that in, in like, an MCU movie, not in that way, right? Um, there are stakes. People are in danger. People die, but, like, it's off camera. It's, you know, it's it's done in a way that's a little bit more family-friendly. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's bad, but, like, this being a counterpoint to that is cool. You know, like, it's like, oh, that's offering something different. Um, and especially when you do... Do that to the Amazons who, if you're in the know, right, like they're badass. They're really powerful warriors and, and all this stuff. It's like, oh, damn, like that immediately sets a stage of like, this guy's really strong.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: He's taking on 45 Amazons at once. <laughs> you know, like that's no joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I was speaking with someone and they asked me to express my thoughts about this movie. And the biggest thing I kept saying was, you know, it feels epic. And the league is supposed to feel that way. And this very much felt like it was in the vein of Kingdom Come and and mm-hmm. books like that, where you know the, the the characters are supposed to feel bigger than you. They're not you're not necessarily supposed to be able to relate to them. And the movie does allow you to relate to them, but they're gods. And it, it feels like that more when there are stakes, when things matter, when you know that the villain is a powerhouse and he's not just gonna be. You know, toppled, Um, and when you see characters die, when you see the blood, and you see, you know, it, it, those things add to the weight of everything that's happening. And I, I just really appreciated that. One of the things that um I've seen people uh, upset about, and I'm curious your take, um, is that Wonder Woman absolutely kills that one that one terrorist. She uses her her her, her gauntlets to block uh, oh. one of his um it's like a some type of explosion and he is definitely dead yeah did that bother anyone here no i think it's wild that she killed the rest of those kids
2: too in that explosion <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> it's crazy it's not very wonder woman
0: i i
3: that's one of those things of like it, it feels like very like... <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was good i was under the radar but i brought it out i uh yeah, I don't know. That, that kind of thing doesn't bother me, right? Like, Wonder Woman has killed people before. Uh, I wrote an article about it for CBR the year this movie came out <laughs> about how she's killed a bunch of people. So, uh, yeah. Like, Batman yeah. shot a gun, too. If that's not the first time that's happened, it's fine. You know? We'll well, I,
2: I think the thing, too, is, like, you know, of, of the three, like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, we've talked about this, like, she's a soldier. She's a warrior. You know? She's... Mm-hmm never once said oh i don't kill people she's like fuck yeah i kill people <laughs> yeah, I so if i have to step out of line like yeah
4: <laughs> listen one woman did far shittier stuff in one woman 1984 than she did in this movie Agreed. Okay? <laughs> also <laughs> oh,
0: it's, no. it's like
3: i think that it's one of those things too that like people get up in arms of like oh like superheroes can't kill it's like bro this is a terrorist who's holding a bunch of children at right. gunpoint and is blowing yeah. himself up the alternative was she lets everybody in the room die like he killed himself.
4: She didn't fucking kill him. She, you know, she stopped him from sure. you.
3: You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, the same thing.
4: Yeah. Yes. It's, the, it's the Batman thing in Batman Begins where it's like, I don't you. have to kill you, but I don't have to save you either.
0: Yeah, right. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not exactly the same. Like, there's, you know. It, and and it's even more understandable than that because at that point, Rachel Rachel al- Ghul was not an active threat. Whereas um, in this film, this particular terrorist was an act right. of threat to kids. Right. So, yeah. um, but but, but I, I totally, point taken. Um, I want to talk about how this movie serves <clears throat> some of the different characters that we haven't yet really gone into too much detail with. Um, so let's, let's talk about Batman, because he's really the main character of the DC universe, it feels like, um, post-BVS. And he certainly was positioned that way in the justice league film, the original one. I think we all kind of agree that it's probably cyborg in this one. Um, but how do you guys feel that this movie treated Batman with some of the additional additional sequences and context? I didn't feel like he had that much to do,
3: um, which is fine. Like that's whatever. But like, it's funny that he feels like the main character in the recut. And in this, it's like, he's kind of just on the periphery. Like he's out there trying to recruit everybody. And then once it's done, he's like, all right, cool. Like, that's it. That's his whole thing. Yeah, and he's similarly weirdly aggressive about we need to resurrect Superman because I feel bad, but also we probably need him and stuff. Cool.
5: All right. Yeah, he's uh, he felt much more ancillary in this, which I found interesting because the the stuff around him was more compelling anyway. So I didn't I didn't have an issue with that. It it, it felt like it worked. For the story it felt like it worked with what they were trying to do with cyborg and with everybody else so i i didn't miss it necessarily um and i don't think that had they focused on him more i don't think it would have elevated the story in any in any way more than it already was by focusing on these other characters
0: one of the angles that they took, and I agree with with that. Like I, I I'm perfectly happy with the amount of Batman we got in this movie. But one of the angles that they took with him that I thought was interesting was him kind of saying, like, you know, I'm gonna do things differently than I've ever done them. I'm choosing to, you know, believe now. I'm choosing to 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 use faith. And, you know, that's such a that's such like a vindication, I guess, of all of the the narrative around this version of Batman and how shit he was, how jaded he is and things like that. For this movie to say, you know, I'm I'm so affected by the, the choices that I made in BVS that I'm going to do something different with myself. I'm going to approach I'm going to my whole approach is going to be different now. And I love seeing characters change um, in these films. And it's not a a reaction on Snyder's part to how Justice League was received or BVS because this movie was filmed. uh, There was too little time for that to be the case.
3: Yeah, it's just an arc.
0: Exactly. That's the story he was trying to tell with the character. So sometimes you do have to, like, let the story play itself out a little bit. But I agree. I don't think Batman was overused in this movie. He was the vessel by which we got the league together. And then he fell back.
3: Which is fine. Like, that's, yeah, a, that's a totally good role for him.
0: Yeah, it's a storytelling
4: method. That's totally fine. No issue with that to that's Phil's awful. point,
3: right? Like, who the fuck? Like, we all know Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. fine. <laughs>
5: He's yeah. the Bulma of the group. Uh, how do you figure? Hey, He's the hot one. <laughs> she brings everybody together, and then it turns to Goku.
4: That's not what happens, but it's fine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She is the kind of catalyst for oh, it. Doesn't matter. I, we're done with this. Yep. <laughs> <Nope.
0: laughs> what about Wonder Woman? Uh, she obviously has had two movies at this point. This is her third appearance if you combine the two Justice League movies and don't acknowledge that they're separate. Um, and, uh, you know, she's not a main character really in this film either. Although I feel like they do a much better job with her here than what we got in uh, in the in the Justice League film, the other one.
5: I I agree with that, and I think they, I think this portrayal and the Patty Jenkins one is in, for the first movie. I think are, um, I think there's good connective tissue there between the characters, even though we didn't get as much of Wonder Woman in, in this movie. I think that you still get to see some of the. The lighter stuff that starts um, in the opening scene for like 1984, and some of the action sequences and like badassness uh, that you see like during the trench or something, and like 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 those kind of moments, I think there's 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 good uh, continuation of, of characterization there.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, I this probably is gonna be controversial, but I think I prefer. Zack Snyder's Wonder Woman. Oh,
5: but here he is. Mm. Uh, I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a Snyder stand.
0: Got you. Well, well, I'm on record as not having particularly liked Wonder Woman one or two. No, not Patty Jenkins. You kidding me? Um, and I like this version of Wonder Woman where she's a total badass. Um, and also you know has this other side to her that um that they 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 show well and i you know i really like the scene where she goes and speaks with cyborg and i thought that that was perfect that her being the person to do that was 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 actually really smart and at first i didn't but once they got into it i was like yeah this makes perfect
3: sense. yeah that felt like an authentic wonder woman moment in the same way that i think the the child example that you called out does of like yeah she's the diplomat right like I think if you're going to send a member of the Justice League to go negotiate with someone and Superman's dead,
2: it's easily her, right? Like, there's right. no conversation
3: then. <laughs> and,
2: and frankly, it probably should be her anyway.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Most times anyway. For
2: sure. Um, I don't
4: know if I like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, though. Like, I
2: thought she was really,
5: like,
4: her performance was really wooden here. Hmm. I don't think
5: she gets much to work with, but hmm. I think what they give her is is done well.
3: I think it's, I think that's the problem. Um, I, I, I don't disagree with that summation here, Phil, but I, I feel the same way that I felt about her in, in Wonder Woman 85, where it was like 84, 84. Sorry. The script is bad. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. Okay. Th- like the, the, the best moment I, I, in this movie for Wonder Woman, I agree is the one that Sean, Al- or I don't know if he thinks this is the best one, but you called out earlier the th- scene with the kids. There's yeah, like no yeah. talking. Yeah. that's why it's good right like and and her just being Wonder Woman and seeming like you know this incredible larger than life you know uh, mesmerizing woman is like that I think she gets across well. It's when she has to deliver bad dialogue and interact with people in ways that feel unbelievable where it falls flat because I think the I cyborg moment that landed because that feels human. Um and yeah, go on. The last point I wanted to make on this was I made fun of it during the watch along, right? Where there's the scene where Superman comes back and he's actually Superman. And uh they cut to they cut to Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Aquaman's like, "Whoa." And then she goes, "Kal-El." And I was like, "Did Bendis write this?" Like, "Kal-El who? The Superman. What Superman? The one in the sky." Okay, got it. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Did you forget his
0: name? Like, I was absolutely floored by how much it sounded like she was just reading during the sequence Mm. where she was explaining to Batman. Like, oh my God. Yeah. That That was bad. That was rough. That was rough.
4: That's what I mean. It could be a recency bias, you know, because 1984 wasn't good. And I wasn't crazy about this either, but. Yeah, uh that's a good point. There was so much exposition in this movie. Holy shit, and Gal Gadot wasn't the person to deliver it. Well, oh, she's not yeah. even in
3: those scenes, is the thing. She's just giving voiceover to like yeah. CGI stuff, and it's like, God, like, did she just not want to be here for this? Like
4: a reshoot thing.
0: Uh no, I, I'm I'm sure that was that was, you know, what it was. Uh I'm I'm concerned with because why would she be in the scene if she's explaining the, the, the past to Batman, right? Um, it's just the fact that the way she read it, it's like, you're, you're reading. Like, yeah. why, you know, um, but there's another sequence with, I think it's Cyborg, where it's kind of the same. It sounds like he's reading. Um, he's explaining the something or other. And it just sounds very, I don't know. Yeah, but, but I, um, I think you're right. All of those scenes feel that way.
3: Where yeah. it's like just somebody expositing and using a bunch of proper nouns while they show you a bunch of shit in CGI. It's like, this is not it, guys.
0: Yeah, that was that was very uh, off-putting for sure. Those sequences would have been a lot better uh, with no with no dialogue. Just show me, you know, or you know, sparse dialogue. Yeah, but it, um, something that was
3: tighter that didn't make them literally sit in a fucking VO booth and read a page.
0: We 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 did the review about you know this movie before, and everybody's pontificated already about how they feel about um, the Flash and Aquaman from those films. Um, did you feel differently about them here? I hated the Flash more. Yeah, a lot more.
3: Um, I wasn't as bothered by him as most people in the first movie. I think because he had so little to do that I was like, ah, he has a dumb joke like once every twenty minutes, whatever. Whereas this, it was like he got a lot of screen time, and every time he talked, I was just like, "I don't like him. I don't like this character. Like fuck Ezra Miller. Like I don't. I don't want to watch this." Um, and Aquaman, I thought he fared a little bit better. Like he, one of the, yeah, he just was hot and like showed up and was like, "My man," and it's like, "All right, whatever. That's fine. That's that's a good way to use Jason Momoa. He's charming and sexy. That's fine."
0: One of the problems that a lot of people had with Aquaman and the OG Justice League was that he was too much of a bro. And uh it felt like they leaned into that as far as they could in that version. Mm-hmm. And I thought here, at least he was a bit more like toned down mm-hmm. from that. And I really appreciated the sequences with Volko and Mera and even the one with that man because they did a good job of establishing that you know, this dude is a bro, but he also is like very uh, averse to joining society. He's, he doesn't want to be a part of the world of men really, but he also doesn't want to be a part of, you know, Atlantis. And Volko pleading with him to come back and, and to, you know, help them and stuff. And him rejecting that again is not a heroic choice. And I love that he's a hero in transition right now. He's not yet who he will be, and the OG Justice League does not help to establish that in any way. Whereas for for him here, uh, if you look at his arc between this and Aquaman, it feels like he's a real character because he makes choices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, whereas with Flash, I, I you know, like Ezra Miller, the human aside, I liked him fine. Uh-huh. Um, I, I wasn't I was impressed about. Uh, uh the character here i enjoyed the sequences with his dad i was so glad that they actually got his dad into the movie because that i thought established what he's about what the what what Barry Allen is about and i thought that those were helpful sequences so for me i'm not really bothered by Ezra i thought the acting was fine and i enjoyed those sequences cool um how about uh how about cyborg how about ray fisher let's talk about it yeah. i think that I think that he got the most new stuff, mm-hmm. new to us, and I think they got him over.
3: His like, dad, too.
0: His dad was like a really yeah. major character. That's one of my favorite actors, and I'm so glad he was expanded on in this movie. Yeah. What's his name? Joe I don't remember. I, I think you're Morton. right, Joe Morgan. Something.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I remember him from fucking Smallville, like season one. It's like Terminator nine years 2. Old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Even
2: just like the difference in like what Cyborg does in this film, like he has things to do. Like eighty six percent of the Whedon cut, he's just standing in that hoodie looking out the window and like holding a
3: holding the box, and he's like, "I'm I'm talking into it. the box." Yeah,
2: <laughs> but in this, like, he does things and he has agency, and it man,
0: it worked. Yeah. And the care that was taken to really establish his dad and establish, um, star labs and that whole other section of, of his story that was cut out. Um, I think that that really helped. And one, one thing that I loved, I thought was absolutely intelligent was the way that they showed him when he's thinking, when we're, when mm-hmm. we're in his mind, mm-hmm. oh. he's in his, his, his body before the accident yep and he's looking around and seeing things i thought that was so smart and it, it's heartbreaking because he he's the way he sees himself is not as he actually looks because he can't connect with that um i, I just love cyborg story in this movie
3: yeah, yeah and and the the introduction of i don't remember if she was in it but his mother and like that whole Angle to their relationship and that like he clearly was close with his mother and had a really distant strained relationship with his father and then you know that that carries through the whole movie you know like and and that you you feel his you know his death and everything so much more because you get that you get where their relationship was at and the fact that there's no chance for resolution now you know and now he's he's alone you know I'm not really. He's got the league now, or whatever. But right, like it, it, it helps the whole like growth of his character from the person he used to be to the the man he's going to become. You know, right.
5: I think that that arc was really well done. To the extent that I feel, if they had even included more sequences with his mom, that you could have felt that impact probably even stronger. You could have made that that connection um, more emotional.
0: Yeah. Um, and that just speaks to like, we should probably have a cyborg movie. And I think yeah. this version of the Justice League film come out, not the four hour version, but like <laughs> a movie that cared about cyborg that maybe, just maybe he would have been a character that people clamored for post film. And I think now that's the reaction that's that we're seeing is people want more cyborg. Um, And we're not getting it, at least not as it relates to Ray Fisher. So that's a whole thing. It's a travesty. Um, But Cyborg and his connection to the mother box and all that stuff um, and him having access to the mother box is how we ultimately get Superman. So in the original cut, Superman, the way that they're going to resurrect him is not really that well established. It's kind of one of the areas that's murky in that movie. This movie takes a lot more time to explain how they resurrect him, what the process is going to be. You see more of his reaction to being resurrected and how he's kind of out of it. Um, And he even wears the black suit, which I thought was super cool um, and I really liked. And he has a whole arc to him that did not exist in any way in the OG version. How'd you guys feel about Superman here? That felt the most unchanged to me.
3: Like you're right that it's better explained and there's more context, but that whole portion of the movie felt like way more unchanged than I thought it would be. Like the beats of it are still the same, right? Like it's just, you get it now. It makes more sense.
2: I I think they're a bit more extended because I think his arc is a little more um, insular than it was before. Like, uh, you know, before he he shoots out of the grave and he's hot to fight
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then he goes to the Kent farm and then he's smiley happy jokey. Right. But in this like especially when you know you you see the the part Sean referenced earlier where he's listening to his two dads um he's he's working through it he's coming back and and though there isn't much there it's telling him who he who he is and who he should be Mm -hmm. and though Snyder's not you know his his version of the character isn't Superman for me like that is a Superman thing like you know you come back from the dead like you've got to be reminded of who you are and then to that next extent of not just who you are, but who you put yourself out there to be as, I'm as Superman.
0: You. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. That, mm-hmm. that stuff really worked for me. And I think, you know, nothing will, nothing will ever redeem uh, Superman in the DCEU for most people. I think that the characters probably burned, Uh, for for a lot of people but one of the things that i would always tell people when they would say that that you know that this version of superman sucks is you know he's trying to tell a story about superman that you haven't seen before that starts from a place of him being unrecognizable in a lot of ways and ends at a place where it's like this is superman and no one was willing to give him that chance fine this movie at least shows us that there that really was true. There really was an intent to get to that place with the character um, because you start to see now these real Superman moments that feel authentic to the character and make me wish that I could see uh, what else he had in store for him as it relates to a Man of Steel 2 or what have you. Um, I understand why some fans will never get with this version of Superman, but I like him and this helped me to like him even more. I
3: think the thing that um, this was also the only section of the movie where I clocked things that I remember liking better in the original. Um, Mm. And that's specifically Mm. in the fight, like where he he like he shows up and he's all quippy and jokey. And I agree that in the original that is like if it's fucking whiplash um, Mm. and it's it's. It's okay in a vacuum, it's bad in the context of the film. Um, And that was something that I wished we had leaned into a little bit more in this movie. Like, I, the, we talked about Hmm. this on the stream where, like, he comes back in the black suit and I think it would have been great if he was in the black suit when he's scattered and then when he shows up to save the day, he's in the red and blues, right? Like, I would have liked more of, like, I would have liked us to land that plane a little bit better. Uh, Sean, like what you're talking about, like tapping into the, this is the Superman that we have been waiting for. I would have loved if there was a little bit more of that um, in this version. Because I feel like him showing up in the, the original, right, is this moment of like, oh, the cavalry's arrived, right? Like the Justice League is united and now the day is saved. And I feel like it doesn't feel that way. In this it it feels still a little bit more like oh he's here we have a fighting chance that's that's great um i i feel like his presence wasn't as um tone shifting as dynamic uh in this Mm -hmm. and i I wanted it to be because that was the one thing i really liked um in in 2017 was like oh yeah like he feels more like superman you know or at least how i think of superman yeah
2: I think I agree with that to a certain extent.
3: Yeah. I I don't know that I feel it all the way. So, you know what I mean? But like, yep. You get what I'm saying. Yep.
4: Uh, Part of me kind of wishes he wasn't even in this movie. If I'm being honest, like talk about the bloat, that whole subplot, like it really made it just like, it was already so long by the time we get to the point superman shows up by the time they revive him by the time they spent all the time explaining the nuts and bolts of how it's gonna work that's two hours in right like yeah for for not a lot of payoff honestly like yeah like what happens to steppenwolf like it turns the tables but it didn't have to be written that way necessarily um and it was more of the same henry cavill superman that we saw in man of the steel man of steel characterization wise. like i don't know it didn't
0: it didn't
4: you know I wasn't crazy about it.
0: Yeah. And and like I said, I think that there are a lot of people for whom this Superman will never be acceptable. And I think it's, it, it it's better off in the case of Superman that this story is over. Mm, um, yeah. Just because you know, he told his story. He told his story. Clearly fans are not willing to accept it with Superman. So um, that's one that's probably just for the better. Um, it sucks that Henry Cavill's the casualty there, because I think
2: yeah he could be a tremendous. Like, I
3: agree with that, and yeah, I, I think idealized Superman. Yeah, yeah, I really think that is a shame that we'll never get to see him in a, a more classic portrayal of the character, because I, I think he could have really been something special.
0: So the, the the biggest thing that this movie does different is it literally includes Darkseid, uh, in the in the in the scene of the the backstory that shows you know this original fight between the, the the heroes of Earth, and you know an apocalypse. It's Steppenwolf who's in that position, um, and this movie changes that to Darkseid, and then uh, Steppenwolf is in constant contact with Desaad, and then ultimately Darkseid once. Were made aware that the anti-life equation is on earth, which by the way, hopefully you guys understand this. I did not understand any, in any way, why they didn't know that when they were right? on earth. That made no right. fucking sense, dude. That was weird as hell. Because I he
3: like reveals it. Planet? He's like, Oh, I found out it's earth. Earth is the right. planet. I'm like, dark side was here. Why the fuck? Doesn't he know that? Exactly.
0: Yeah. That made no sense to me <sighs> whatsoever. I guess, I guess no, maybe I'll maybe someone else understood it but um it wasn't clear yeah not at least not to me the, and then uh go ahead marco
5: the the mother boxes um i mentioned this when when we were doing the, the wash along but like the uh mer people had put it like with the kraken the amazons put like this indiana jones type trap and shit and the humans were like yo let's dig a fucking hole
0: i love it humans are so and then, yeah and then cyborg brought it to them yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> you put it
5: wait, wait, just leave hole. it there
1: yeah <laughs>
0: I loved it. Um, yeah, how did you guys feel about the dark side steppenwolf apocalypse angle of this movie?
3: It was fine. Uh cool to see. Yeah, <gasps> it was it was cool to see him fight. Like uh I called out the scene earlier where he's like just cutting down the the Atlanteans and you get to see him do his uh his fucking angular laser beam eyes, minions. which is like the coolest yeah. fucking attack <laughs> ever. Um like that shit was cool. Uh he didn't look great. But he didn't look bad either. Uh, what's the other guy, though? D- the D'Saad. Oh, oh, yeah. Kale called it out, like, ten times in the watch along. Like, so very cool, cool design. But, like, the, whatever the... the hologram. Not yeah. The,
2: not the dude standing next to Darkseid, <laughs> but the hologram or whatever. Yeah, whatever That was
0: the cool as shit.
3: Communication thing they're using or whatever, yeah. where he just looks like a fucking lava man. I was like, that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. That's good.
0: That was insane. Um yeah, it felt like the movie wanted Steppenwolf to be the side. Like, he had a very, uh, Steppenwolf did a very, like, love-me-daddy type of relationship with yeah.
3: Darkseid. <laughs> His little puppy dog yeah. face.
0: Yeah. Um, Just
2: going
3: to
1: come home.
5: Senpai didn't notice. Oh,
2: interesting. Someone someone in the Discord the other day said uh, uh, that character, Steppenwolf, remind them of Calabac uh, who oh, I sure. think Yes. Who I think that's has that relationship side. with uh with Darkseid. Mm. Uh, uh yeah. So maybe that's what they were going for and I, I missed that.
4: Yeah, that's uh he, he's played by Worf in Superman Animated Series. Uh very much a lot of people on Apocalypse, Father, I committed genocide
2: for you. Will you love me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Funny 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 enough, that's what I have to say to my dad. Uh-huh. Wow. You've committed genocide? Uh, you would not believe, man.
3: It's like Vegeta style, though. It's it's in the bat. It's fine. He has a kid now, or whatever.
2: We yeah. like him. <laughs> I'm I'm cool.
4: You got a dog. He's a good um, guy now. It 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 was, it was it was kind of cool. I I kind of dug it. Uh, I like that dark side. Yeah. You know, I honestly though I was kind of miss. I I kind of my impression was that like this four hour movie was going to be both parts of like the two parts just as, like that. Zack Snyder was going to do. Yeah. Uh, and so like my 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 understanding was that like. Darkseid was going to be a major player to like, you know, bring down at the end of this four hour project or whatever. And it's nope, that's not what it was. Um, um, dude. When we got to the uh, epilogue
3: and it was like, it was just like, Oh wait, Darkseid's leaving. What? I thought he, they were going to fight him.
2: Yeah.
4: No. Um, Like the fourth world stuff was fine. I kind of, I kind of I dug it. I, I had no major issues with it.
5: Would you, do you imagine a fourth world by Snyder? No,
4: I mean, I, it could be much better hands, I think. Well,
0: they're making that
4: movie, remember? Right, Tom exactly. Writing
0: it and uh, Ava, Ava yeah. A, yeah, is uh, directing it. So, um, yeah, I love Darkseid. And seeing him in this movie was so, so, so cool. Yeah. I thought that it was so weird that he wasn't in the OG version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, why would you not include even a cameo of Darkseid, similar to what they did with Thanos? Mm-hmm. This In this, he, he had more of a presence, and even though Steppenwolf isn't Darkseid, the fact that he was doing what he was doing and going as hard as he was, um, this dude's a badass, he fears this guy. You know, that's the vibe that I got, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Darkseid was done very well, and I wish we were going to get to see him be the primary antagonist of a justice league movie i'm sure that that will happen down the road right sure it won't yeah. be it won't be this version of it um steppenwolf was one of my favorite characters in this movie
5: yeah steppenwolf became much more of a like sympathetic character um you know to the extent that he wants to kill for dark side yeah. um but but i i to your dark side point i like that when he's in like in the background it reminded me of mr miracle yeah. um, where he's like Looming, he's always looming like Darkseid is, and you get that sort of vibe from here, uh, in in, in this movie, and that worked really effectively to um to elevate Daddy Darkseid. And um, yes, that was cool, you know. He you get to see throughout the entire progression of the movie how badass he is. The suit, uh, it was all right, it was interesting. Uh, shame a lot of that budget went into there instead of you know some of the other scenes but whatever
0: matt murphy called out that he was going to look like strife and uh he certainly did to, to a degree um i despised him in the first one loved him in this one and you know finding a way to get me to connect with a guy who you know is responsible for you know genocide across fifty thousand worlds and he's down for that just to get in the graces of dark side um getting me to connect with a character like that that was pretty impressive um yeah i i i think we've really covered all the characters for the most part but there were some cameos that were pretty surprising um the martian manhunter one got spoiled Mm. that that was a rumor oh Oh, that's yeah Yeah, that was a well, it was a rumor way back when. And then it got spoiled uh, more directly a couple of weeks, more than a couple of weeks before this film uh, came out. Um, But it was still cool to see him. I don't know that I really enjoyed him being Martha, though. I didn't think that was very good. That was that was weird.
3: It was cool in a surprising way, though. Yeah. Like um, that was cool. in like when he walked out and then he was like, oh, fuck, that was Martian Manhunter. Cool. Yeah. Like that was that was, you know I remember uh, earlier on you said that there were moments that you were like you cheered and like that got pops like that was the one of the biggest pops for me because I was like oh uh, you subverted my expectations I'll give it to you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and I did think this scene of him like just showing up at Batman's like weird house that is like made of glass in the woods or whatever like <laughs> it's a rich people's house sure uh i thought that was cool and i i really liked uh the way that um i almost just said that bruce wayne acted it that uh that that affleck like acted because he's kind of like hi like, can, <laughs> like what's like what's up <laughs> and he's like uh, oh dead? yeah like i think it's i like i want to like squat up like i'm trying to join the team or whatever and he's like oh yeah cool man like we could use that up, like, come through tomorrow or at the officer. All right, bye. Like, it was just oh, like... where were
0: you yesterday?
3: Yeah, right? Like, where were you when we were saving the fucking world? You knew this was happening.
0: But whatever. So, one of the things that I read was that that was supposed to have been Green Lantern. The That the very last thing with Batman there and Martian Manhunter, that Martian Manhunter was supposed to be Green Lantern.
3: Originally? Yeah, that explains why it's so weird. That would make more sense as Green Lantern, right? Space cops. Oh, dude, I've been in space.
4: What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. The
0: idea that Martian Manhunter knew what was going on, did nothing, saw them win, and then was like, hey, guys, yeah, now I want to join you is a little (laughs) weird. If it's Green Lantern and he's like, I saw what was going on, I arrived too late, but we know that bad stuff's going on on Earth. I'm here to help. That scene makes a lot more sense.
3: Yeah, like if he's like, I've been flying through space for the last three days trying to show up and help out. Sorry. Like, what's
0: up? Right.
4: Like, he, yeah. He, he's a LeBron fan. He just shows up to the winning side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, And then there was, there was actually a Ryan Choi uh, uh, mm. uh, cameo as well. The Atom. That's I mean, right. That was right. pretty cool. Uh I mean he didn't He's, appear as the atom, but he was the uh the, oh, like the scientist! second lead. Yeah. Scientist, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Sure.
0: Yep. Uh Hi, so that was, I like that a lot as well. Um there oh, was a yeah. Green Lantern in the in the flashback sequence, but <laughs> yeah. who was that? Did like I don't think it was anybody.
2: I think okay. um I I my impression was given that. This was a flashback for like five thousand years ago or whatever. My impression was that it was probably someone before Abin Sir, who yeah. came, who was the the lantern of the sector before Hal Jordan.
0: I tried so to think about it like that. Yeah. yeah, like that. That that would be pretty cool if that's where it was <laughs> going ultimately.
2: Yeah,
3: I I did really like how, um, like when they showed him getting killed. That like the ring like pops off and shoots away. I was like, oh, and like uh, Dark Side like looks at it and he like goes and he's like, oh shit, okay, whatever, and he gets distracted. But like that was really cool. Yeah,
0: like I, moments, I, I lit up for that.
4: Yeah, uh, I I will compliment uh, the whole dumb back like five thousand year ago scene where Dark Side wages war on Earth was cool. I I popped for that because that's like. Something I used to really be into when I was younger was like, why don't the new gods fight the old gods? Like that makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm. Like have uh you know, DC like Greek gods are, are are big deal, like have them fight the new gods, you know? Yeah, Zeus right. Dark Side, throw down. Uh that that so kind hard. of that impulse was kind of met here. And it's not just that, but I always thought like, you know, get all the big factions and throw them against each other. And that's that's kind of what that scene was. Mm-hmm
0: yeah on screen um, we have to talk about the the ending so the 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 ending of the movie right like the, the where the movie naturally concludes with you know um, the the heroes kind of saying all right we're done they beat Steppenwolf wolf and everything Batman and, man
3: buys the farm back
0: right which <laughs> was a very nice scene i like that he bought the bank um uh, kind of a, an iron man type moment Did, wasn't that a joke in the original I feel like Batman's. I think I be- think it was that yeah. same one yeah. I think yeah.
3: Batman's two best jokes that I think like <laughs> Phil called this out the like where he's like with the flash is like what's your superpower again and he's like I'm rich. I'm rich like yeah that was in the I was like oh wow those those weren't Whedon jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zack Snyder's got right. jokes apparently
0: <laughs> Chris Terrio as uh, the screenwriter but um right, mm. sure, sure. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so the the movie ends and whatever and then we get and which the movie the movie ends very similarly <laughs> It's it's a very it's the same the same idea um, is is how it ends and again with the middle it's the same idea uh, but the after credits bit right if you want to call it that the epilogue is just weird it's like it was um, so long it Left was extremely field. long so first of all the, and and I don't remember the exact order so whatever but uh, we we get the the same yacht scene with uh, Lex and Deathstroke. <laughs> But it's way longer. It's expanded, but it's also in a different context. So in the original scene, uh, Lex is recruiting him. He's recruiting Slade for a league of his own. That's what he says. And in this version, he's kind of saying, hey, let's celebrate the fact that Superman's back. And I'm still mad about everything that happened. Here's uh, Batman's identity. Go kill him for me. And Slade's like, sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Which is proof of the fact that there was supposed to be a Batman movie uh, with Deathstroke as the villain, utilizing his knowledge of the fact that Batman is Bruce Wayne to go and fuck his life up. Um, How did you guys feel about that scene this way versus the old way? It makes me want a good movie
3: with the Legion of Doom. Hmm.
5: That would be cool.
2: Good death stroke movie, yeah. yeah, or show or whatever
5: that's a good actor for to play death stroke,
2: yeah, agreed.
3: Also, I gotta say, I'll, I'll say it again I don't hate Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, uh, I really
0: don't. Mm-hmm.
3: Like,
5: my <laughs> <Mice? laughs> grandma's peach tea, <laughs> so, give us
0: one for the road, man. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that.
5: Oh, wait, yeah. speaking of <laughs> grandma's, uh, Granny Goodness was
0: there, right. Yes, yeah, was yes, She cool. was. That was a cameo that was spoiled for us in a trailer, but it was still cool to see her presence.
2: Generic white-haired old ladies.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
3: that's some real deep, like deep like you're a fucking geek shit, right? Like I remember when they showed her, Kale's like, "Oh shit, granny goodness!" It's like, "Oh shit, a generic old lady," and we all pop I mean, like, legit. <laughs> yeah,
2: legit, no one saw her until I pointed her out. It's
3: just an old woman with no like no makeup. She just barely had a outside. face. <laughs> Zack Snyder's grandma. She really wanted a cameo. Uh,
0: and then the the Batman Martian Manhunter sequence was uh, post credits, or was that like the the end end of the movie?
5: That was the that, end. That end. was that the was, end was the
3: end, end end before the
2: dream the log. Right.
0: Yeah. The the so that nightmare was ending
2: number three. No right. number two.
0: Then the nightmare sequence is ending really what three. ends. Yeah. 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 This was garbage. Like. <laughs> this was the only part of the movie that I, uh, other than those like weird music parts where I actively <laughs> was like, what am I watching? Why am I watching it? I've already been here for four hours and I don't want this. I don't need 20 um, minutes of this shit. That was when Pete,
2: Pete started wrapping it up. He was like, okay, clearly this movie's done where let's.
0: <laughs> I've never cared that much for the nightmare sequence from uh, the BVS mm-hmm. because I just felt like it was going to be some weird crap. Uh, and this didn't help uh it felt extra it felt gratuitous it felt unnecessary it's it's a it's a it's it only works in the context that that's something that's gonna happen right like uh in the the future plans that he had and the reason why there's that weird uh Uh, sequence where the Flash enters Batman's dream and he's like, oh, Lois is the key? uh, Is because in a future Justice League movie, Darkseid was going to use the anti-life equation to take Superman over and kill Lois to weaken his will. And that's how we would get to the nightmare sequence. But if there's not going to be a Justice League 2, we're never going to get there anyways, why make us suffer through this shit? (laughs) Then, the inclusion of the Joker, my god, whoa i fucking hate jared leto i know that and we can you know that we understand but just like that was completely dumb it was zach snyder i remember had said that you know uh jared leto didn't get his due as as joker and that he had filmed stuff for the movie uh, Justice League that was like b- knock your socks off. The only way that this made me knock my socks off was because I wanted to punch this guy's block off. I right. was so angry. Like, what are you talking about, dude? And just
3: I, b- Batman's dialogue and that, like, I'm gonna you, fucking oh, kill oh, you. I'm kill you, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna shit fucking your kill brain. you. <laughs> and when I was when I was holding Harley Quinn, she said, "Make it slow." Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, like Jesus Christ.
0: Terrible. And by the way, so can I bad. also point out that just before that five minute conversation starts, one of the other characters warns them that Superman is coming, right? And they're like, Oh god, we gotta we gotta get out of here. And then they just stop to talk for five <laughs> minutes and, and no like, one's why like, Oh, he, we should leave.
3: Is he traveling with them?
0: Like, is yeah. he just there? Yeah. Like he's what a the part f- of the team, he's a part yeah. of the team. Why? So suicide squad bro no, we don't know we'll never we get don't to find know. out exactly the only Come credit on. that i'll give this and i give it very little credit <laughs> is that it it made it it made me think like man wouldn't it be kind of cool if we could get like a death metal movie or a, a last night on earth movie where it's batman and and joker and this uneasy alliance and stuff and like with better with with everything better right if everything was better that could be something that i might be down for because there's precedent but the way it was presented terrible so
4: yeah i'm down for anything that's good this wasn't good (laughs)
0: <laughs> no right. no of course I just mean like the press yeah.
3: it, it, yeah, it yeah. speaks to the same thing that I think I outlined with like the, the gore element right where it would be cool if these movies were good and DC was presenting a counterpoint where they're like oh we're gonna do something that's a totally different flavor than what you get at Marvel and you know our big team up event movie is gonna be this alternate reality apocalyptic scenario like that would be way different and if it's good that would be cool but it's not and it just it just feels like uh, a disappointing thing that like, oh, that's a missed opportunity. Like right. if, the, if this had all panned out and it was good shit, like the DCEU could have been something that was like dramatically different than what Marvel was doing. And also still, you know, um, hitting the notes it needed to hit to be cohesive and, and
0: rewarding. So I think, well, I guess we could talk if you guys want. Uh, is there Are there any, like, shots you really want to call out or you want to talk about? We talked some about the cinematography already. Is there anything you want to add?
3: Something I thought was interesting was seeing how scenes that I remembered from the original movie were recontextualized, like, the animations yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. um, the fight that they have with Steppenwolf before they resurrect Superman. And there was, like, the scene where Flash slows down and he runs and he points – he pushes the – sword back in Wonder Woman's hand and like just like things like that seeing how um moments that I remember being very different or like happening in different contexts were kind of like you can see how the movie was Frankensteined into what it was yeah and um that's not really interesting as a film but as somebody who's like if you're interested in film I that is cool you know it's neat to see like the seams A little bit you know and like granted you're not really ever supposed to see the seams but that's what this whole experience was right was comparing Uh, and contrasting these weird the same movie
5: something that i had seen was that when barry was going super fast he like uh was like forming the ground he went like that like the into the speed force or something right um that supposedly that's the explanation for why we then get um what's his face from twilight as batman
0: oh uh, uh Robert Pattinson? Pattinson,
5: yeah um I, obviously something related to that online i'm not sure if you guys had heard
0: yeah they I, were I, the the intent was to use the flash as the as you know the flashpoint thing yeah, to yeah, utilize yeah, that yeah. to to get us to the point of the multiverse
1: Oh okay.
2: And I mean this plays off the way they want it
0: to. It still could. Sure. Yeah. Um I I I really don't have much more to say. I feel like we've we've hit on everything. I really, really, really had a great time watching it. I plan to watch it again. I'm <laughs> gonna watch the OG Justice League first because I want to um see how bad that Hate was. Yourself? <laughs> Yes, I, I, I. We've established I am a masochist. Yes. Um,
3: yeah. Sean's a pain scientist, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: and this this is his lab where he writes all that stuff down. What a phrase! Uh, what a way to be described. But uh, this was the great experiment. This was the great experiment. And I think that regardless of where you stand on Zach, regardless of where you stand on you know um, his vision for Justice League and DC, I think it's it's very hard to argue that this was a worse version of of Justice League. Do we all are we all on the same page? Yeah, I think yep. that's fair. Yeah,
5: say.
2: yep. Phil, um,
4: yeah, it's better. It's better than the last one.
0: Thanks, mm-hmm. Phil, for just being straight up. Thank you. Um, so, with, with that being said, let's just get into our final thoughts and give it a rating if you guys are so inclined. That's a hard four for me out of ten. Yeah. Oh yeah.
5: Oh damn. All right.
0: Whereas the original is like a two or a one at best. So you think this movie is only half? Is only is only twice as good as the as the Ochi?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's still like it's still not a great movie for me. Um like I I even as we're talking about it, I don't remember any of it. We were <laughs> you just, just talking just about, Batman. about it for an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm so confused. We were, we were just how much did I talk in the past hour and a half? Think about that. Pretty good. Hour. Um I made all that bullshit about Superman up off what Sean said before I started talking. <laughs> um talking about Batman, I don't remember any of it. Um that's, and that's the thing about Zack Snyder and a lot of his films is like, they're just like, they're good popcorn cinema, but in the way that like the MCU sort of does it better, Zack Snyder doesn't quite get there Um in the, it's similar to like the Transformers films. It's just, it's, I wouldn't describe them as schlock, but you know. If you want to go see a movie, it's probably there. If you got the four hours to kill (laughs) You
4: want to be in a nice, cool uh, movie theater?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I would say hard four. Like, I didn't hate the experience, uh, but I certainly wouldn't do it again.
5: All right. I'll give it a a six and a half, I think. I think it it fixed a lot of what – and I don't remember what I gave Justice League, but it fixed a lot – but I, think, I still think that there were issues here that maybe could still be addressed um, to make it a, a movie that I would at the very least give it like a seven or seven and a half. Sure.
3: Um, so yeah, whenever I rate things and I'm going to just contextualize this, like I, I generally think of things as like on like a, like a graded scale, right? Like as if you're in school or whatever. Um so like I think I gave the original Justice League like a seven because I'm like it's like a C, it's whatever. Like it's it's a whatever popcorn movie and it's a dumb Frankenstein thing, but like <coughs> Phil and I got drunk and watched it and had fun, right? So like that's true. if that's what you're looking to get out of it, fine. Um I do think that this is better than that. It's more cohesive, um, it, it serves its characters better, it has a narrative that at least tries to say something. Um it it's a movie right and I don't know that I'd argue it's a good movie but it's it definitely is is uh, a far it's it's far more an actual work of art that is trying to to give you characters to connect to and it has things to say about the world and whatever right whereas the original is very much like a we've spent a ton of money and we need to slap something together to sell some fucking tickets um so, yeah, that was a soulless nothing of a movie. And this is a little – it's definitely a little bit better than that. Uh, but I think it's, you know, as we said, it's too long. It's extremely self-indulgent. Uh, if you don't like Zack Snyder's movies, this is not going to be the one to win you over. Even though I said earlier and I think I'd stand by it, I think it's the best thing that I've seen him produce. Um, so maybe he's hes learning. It <laughs> um,
0: was made four years ago.
3: <laughs> That's <more than laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. I, I don't know that I've seen another movie of his in the last four years, so maybe that's, you know. I'm sure you haven't. <laughs> um, I don't even know what else he's put out, so yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have to go see his uh, Ayn Rand movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, to, to wrap it up, it's fine. I don't think it lived up to the hype that, that many placed on it, but I also don't think that it lived up to my expectations of of what it was going to be. And and I think a lot of the um, judgments people are making about it before they've even bothered to engage with it. Um, So it's, you know, it's the middle of the road. It's okay. I think it's probably worth, if you care about this shit enough to listen to us talk about it, it's probably worth watching just so you can be a part of the discourse. Because that, I think, is the most interesting thing about it.
4: I think you're better off listening to us talk about it than watch it, honestly. That's, that's like, that's fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have spent six and a half hours or so, or five and a half hours or so of your lives talking about this movie. Yeah. Uh, between yesterday and today. Yeah, right? it's
3: been it's and, been a lot.
0: And we went from minute one.
2: Like, <laughs> like even, even Pete was telling us to shut up and watch the movie, and we were like, listen, and and I, I didn't remember, like it. <laughs> you you wanted the content. This is your <laughs> fault.
3: <laughs> it was specifically. I remember the one that I was like, just the most at, like objectively dismissive was when we get to the epilogue and Phil's just like, oh, there's still twenty minutes, and I was like, shut up, it's too long. We know. Just
4: watch it. Like, <laughs> I just want it to be over. <laughs> Speaking
0: of Phil, uh, final thoughts and rating, please. Uh,
4: not very good. Four out of ten. I'm right there with Kale. Um, self-indulgent, too long, very bloated. Um, I don't think there was much here that was um, great. Um, the only thing I'm happy with is that Zack Zach Snyder got his version of the film. Like for his sake, for like the sake of art and everything that comes with it, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that it was made, and you know, you know, my opinion notwithstanding uh it makes warner brothers look terrible
0: so and and Joss Whedon uh, and Jeff
3: Johns for sure
0: yeah for me i i i my expectations of this being really good or anything like that were not high i was excited to watch it because i do have an interest in Zack Snyder's vision for dc i was curious as to how this could even be a thing like, what was this going to be? Um, and so some of it was morbid curiosity, but um, I was happy for Zach to get his due and for the fans who aren't assholes, who, um, you know, kept hope alive that this thing could happen. Um, and so I'm, I'm a big supporter of that uh, for those who did it the right way. And um, I didn't expect to enjoy this movie as much as I did. I had a blast. It did not feel like four hours for me um i wish that you know they had really given this thing a chance four years ago although i don't know that the reception would have been what it is now had we not experienced the og justice league and to zach Snyder's discredit he has the uh the benefit of hindsight to know what this cut needed to be to satisfy <laughs> criticisms True. of the original even though he's never seen the original but all that said um I did not expect to enjoy this as much as I did. I had a blast. It's so much fun. Um, there were great character moments and knowing that this is the last time I'll ever get to engage with Zack Snyder's vision for justice league in DC. Um, I think that I am very satisfied with this. I wish there was going to be more. I understand that there won't be, but I'm satisfied with this as an end. I think this is at least twice as good as the original, um, And my heart wants to give it an eight five, to be honest with you, but I'm not going to do that because that's crazy. Um, But I will settle on an eight for the simple fact that this movie uh, showed me that there could have been an alternative to the way that Marvel produces their films that could have felt appropriate for the justice league characters to live in. If the vision got to live beyond Zack Snyder himself. So that's my take that's our take thank you so much for joining us for this conversation and for this review under two yeah, hours huh? producing under two hours we uh, understand brevity unlike zach snyder uh, <laughs> he could learn some things from us my number will be in your dms so uh thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate you. Hopefully you engage with all of the great content that we've put out recently. If you want to see our watch along, you can find that on our YouTube channel uh where the four of them they watched the movie along with some of our 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 our, our listeners. So and um, you can go ahead.
2: Not to not like we had some good conversations in it too. Like yeah, it did. wasn't just like uh you know, mystery science theater uh bullshitting on the movie the whole time. Like there were good conversations happening and we were like legit
3: podcasting during like the long action sequences Um, i don't know
2: i don't know that i would say it's worth listening to but if you're gonna
3: (laughs) if you're gonna watch the movie a second time i think it is
2: worth listening to good point i like it up you know i like that if you're gonna do it you'll get your money's worth
0: i will likely listen i will likely watch the movie the second time with you guys uh don't do that to yourself sean Sean, uh, well, (laughs) (laughs) well it, not having to engage with it being able to turn it off being able to just shush it I think I can manage that okay. Sean, I would
3: I would love it if you watch the movie with our you watch all the way through with our whole
4: commentary and then you do a re, like a review of our review <laughs> <laughs> Sean I, I legit want you to text me the minute you're like this fucking sucks
3: because it'll be before the credits are over I guarantee you because that was how oh, I—it'll it'll be before the first half hour before the credits were over I was like this was a mistake
0: (laughs) you mean the opening yeah the opening credits that's what i
2: mean um i watched the first 30 minutes without sound so
0: and you missed nothing uh so (laughs) also if you enjoy us talking about the movies and tv shows you definitely want to catch our we watch series currently we have two active going on we've got the falcon winter soldier and we watch Invincible, which isn't happening now. It will start this Friday. Uh, we've got two episodes to talk about because they're dropping two, three, the same day uh, of, of Invincible. Yeah, three. I thought oh, it was shit, two. Really?
3: I think it's three day one. Well,
4: we'll see what happens. They're crazy. I feel like you're right, Pete.
0: In, in any event, we will be talking about all the Invincible that they have released. So check us out for that as well. And we would love for you to join us on our weekly podcast where we talk about these characters in all the places that you can find them. So uh, come listen to us do that every single Monday. With that being said, we're the comic spouse signing off. Dark side is nice. Martha. Well, some people call me the
4: Martian Manhunter.
0: That was awful. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. I was, was like, awful. what, what did you say? That was
4: bad. That was a joke I made during the watch along. I was like, some people call you the what? Excuse me, you hunt men? What?